Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. It's time for Tim. The Tim Weisberg Show on 1420 WBSM and streaming live on WBSM.com and the WBSM app. Talk to Tim now at 508-996-0500 or send him a message through the WBSM app. And now, WBSM's big gun, Tim Weisberg. And welcome back. It is hour number three of the program on a Monday. And when it's Monday, when it's 11 o'clock, I usually am supposed to have this queued up, and I didn't last week, but I got it ready this week. So take it away, Rolling Stones. And I really appreciate it. Every Monday at 11 o'clock, it is time to turn on the light with Jack Spillane of New Bedford Light. And uh, it's, it's been an interesting week, Jack. Yeah, a lot of reason to shine the light this week. Yeah, so we started off with, uh, you know, last week we were previewing the election, the Ward 3 special election. Uh, I guess you're probably not too surprised by the turnout, even though um, it was, like I said earlier, the weather certainly played a factor, but it's not like we were looking at a 50% turnout that got affected by the weather. The turnout was going to be low anyway. They always offer special elections, and New Bedford is struggling with this turnout anyway. And then you add a snowy day onto it, especially that those um, early morning hours, which tend to be good hours, were totally stormy. Um, 6.83% was not good. Um, uh, maybe we'll do better in um, the fall, where it'll be part of the city election. Um, but New Bedford has a, has a problem, particularly in the A, B, and C precincts in Ward 3 and some of the um, uh, A, B, C precincts in, in Ward 2 and Ward 6 also, um, a couple of precincts in Ward 4. Uh, and the reason for that is that, well, number one, we have a lot of people who are not American citizens in those wards. And we have just a, a, a I don't think the city is making enough outreach in those precincts. Um, you know, I, I gave them a little bit of a hard time in my column that they had a big flashing sign outside Precinct F at Bayberry Apartments in Ward 3, which is partially hidden. It's set back from the road. I understand it. It's a good thing. But they didn't have a big flashing precinct at Precinct A at Hayden McFadden, where the entrance is under the overpass of the uh, elevated highway of Route Interstate 195. That's a terrible place for um, an entrance to a voting precinct because that, that road is not a through road. It's only a drop-off road for the buses at, at that school. It's under the elevated highway. Nobody can see it. And there's no sign there, no sign at um, Hillside Courts or, or Tabor Mills where they have a big problem, um, which we can talk about later because um, the people who live in that building, 200-odd people, can no longer even vote there. Um, the, other, the, 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 the turnout was horrible, but that doesn't take anything away from Sean Oliver, who worked hard. There's no doubt in my mind that he was the hardest working candidate in this um, election. I'm not saying the other candidates didn't work hard. They did. Sean works the midnight shift at the um, 
uh, state prison in Cedar Junction. And so he had the ability to knock on doors every seven days a week, and he did. Uh, having the ability to do that, the only other person I've seen that in recent years in New Bedford do it to that extent was Paul Haro. It worked for him. It worked for Sean Oliver. Um, I think that the late-breaking news on the um, uh, uh, Facebook post was very late-breaking, and it probably was just too late to really have as big an effect as it, it could have. Maybe he would have won by even more. But we'll probably get another look at that in the fall if, if he has similar opponents. You know, there were so many people that, um, you know, criticized the Coalition for Social Justice. Like, oh, of course, they're going to put this right out before the election. Oh, well, but if they were really, really smart about it, it would have gone out a week before. Well, if you, if you read the um, stories, uh, the Coalition said that they had expected the media would have done it. And I have to, as part of the media, I will say that I fell down. I did not go back far enough in either Commons or um, Sean's Facebook uh, I, I went back somewhat, and I got a good look at them, and I thought, cheapest they, they both seem like moderate candidates to me. If I had seen them, I certainly would have written about them because, cause in all honesty, Sean's posts, not only were they um, uh, transphobic, and, 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 uh, and I think um, uh, they were definitely transphobic, and they also were anti-democratic party. I, one, one of the posts said people had a ur- urinal and saying this is what the Democratic Party has said to you. Now, he's, he's entitled to be against the Democratic Party. Um, I think he himself has been uh, a member of the United Independent Party, which is, a, I think, a moderate splinter of the Democratic Party. But he was getting a lot of votes from Republicans and the conservatives in that race. Um, the other conservative candidates seem to, to like him more than common. And I don't think that the media, myself included, did a good enough job exploring those things. And then the coalition, by their own admission, said, we expected the media to do it. They didn't do it. So at the last minute, they did it. They're, they're a political group. That's what they are. Mm-hmm. They're entitled to do that, as um, our conservative groups um, entitled to do that. We don't have um, a lot of organized conservative. Well, there's, let's change New Bedford, which is a, a Facebook post, which is definitely conservative. Um, they were trying to influence the race. People on there were trying to influence the race. I mean, people complaining that a progressive group tries to influence the race. I, I just you're shocked by that i mean right i didn't i didn't get that either and then people said well i'm sure carmen Amaral has things on her facebook that are so okay so maybe I, a group I, should have put that out too i'm not sure carmen Amaral has those kind of things on her facebook sure, no, post I don't, up because i don't I, believe I think it either she, she strikes me as a very cautious person as I, the kind of person that uh, under any circumstances running for office or not would not have had well, I, outrageous things on their facebook i have a reason page. for saying with confidence without seeing it because she never accepted my facebook request but i can say with confidence that there probably isn't anything there for one reason only she's an educator and teachers yes. keep their social media as yes. sanitary as possible yeah and if it's any consolation she did not accept my request either <laughs> uh, she did accept for what three the amaral campaign yes Facebook. yeah you can She's accept it yeah. but i wish she would have accepted my other one maybe she does I, I would be surprised because as an educator as you say any kind of outrageous um post would have made their way into the media before yeah absolutely um so Getting into this and, and into everything that happened as a result of this, uh, there's people that still don't want to believe that these students organized this protest themselves. There's people who said, gee, it's it's rather convenient that they waited until after the election to protest, which I don't understand that concept at all. Because if you really felt like there was somebody behind this, A, it would have happened before the election, and B, it would have been 
one of the demands would have been we want him removed from office, which they didn't bring up at all. That was not part of their their agenda with this. So I don't understand why people are coming at it with this this refusal to believe that that students could do this encouraged by their mom. You know what I say to all that? Who cares? Who really cares? Well, it's because they're trying to dismiss what happened. But but in all honesty, students, when they're involved with anything, always have adult advisors. Any club at the high school has an adult advisor. Mm -hmm. That's to keep them in line. That's to give them advice as to how things work. They're learning. They're students. I talk to some of these kids. There's no doubt in my mind that these some of them are LGBTQ kids. Some of them are friends of LGBTQ kids. They earnestly believe this themselves. No person is talking them into it. They have their own minds. They're old enough to have their own minds. Now, as far as the writing of the press release, you know, and, and yeah, people help them. Um, it, it, you know, one mother even said that she suggested they do a protest because the kid, now the kid is the one who said to her, what can we do? We can't vote. And she said, you can protest. I think that's what mothers do. You know, so I, I mean, the fact that adults help them doesn't bother me at all. There, there, there was a line in um, Colin Hogan, who wrote for us our story that said that the mother talked to someone else who helped her with the writing. And she didn't want to identify that person. Now, she may have not wanted to identify that person because the person just wants to be private. But And, and the coalition and um, other progressive groups in the city have, in, the, in the Emerald campaign have said they didn't have anything to do with it. I'd like to know who that person was. Even if it did have something to do with the Emerald campaign, even if it did have something to do with the coalition, which I'm not convinced it does, they, they've denied it. I, I think, what does it matter you know, progressive groups are allowed to have their own opinion about elections. Um, a candidate who opposed him is allowed to be appalled by these posts. I'm appalled by them. I think a lot of people on the progressive side. And, and I just want to emphasize that I like Sean Oliver. I, I, I liked him through the campaign. I was very impressed um, by my interview with him where I, I spent an hour with him walking the city. He, uh, I quoted him saying that, we're all in this for the, the same purpose, to make New Bedford better. I think it's a genuine f- feeling on his part. But he's also posted some things that are very derogatory toward, toward transgender people. There's no way to look at those posts and think that they're not derogatory where you have, uh, I, I don't know if they say this in the radio, but you have a woman's private parts morphing into a man's private parts where you have a um, uh, a black man at a urinal next to a, a, a person who appears to be white in a dress and they're both um, urinating. It says this is what the Democrats have brought to you. By the way, there's more than just the offense to um, uh, the um, transgender community. There's also this is a largely Democratic city, and he's posting things that are, are saying they sound Trumpian to me. I said that last week. They sound like that 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 the kind of things that that, that are anti-democratic party. Now. He's entitled to have those views, but it's just interesting to have those views in a city that is largely democratic. You know, so I, I do think he needs to give a full-throated apology. I haven't heard that yet. I was at the city council the other night. Um, I, we talked about this off air. I think there's a reason he hasn't given a full-throated apology. He said, he's apolog- he said I, I, I'm sorry if it was insensitive, if anybody didn't, um, it t- you know, took, it, took offense. I meant them as off-color uh, uh, jokes, but the problem is if he a lot of his base is now coming from the right, you know, for whatever reason, conservative people, and I think he is rather conservative on law and order, have have identified you know these memes as things that are defensible. It's no secret that the Republican Party 
a large portion of their 2024 plans is LGBTQ issues in the schools. They've been pounding that in other states. They're going to pound it through the 2024 campaign. So a lot of his votes are coming from there. So he may be inclined to try to be open and work with the LGBTQ. But he has to be careful because if he says I was wrong, they were derogatory people who really don't like LGBTQ people and are uncomfortable with what's going on with the consciousness that's going on that they've been discriminated against will will may abandon him. So he's trying to walk. And I think the city councilors who haven't talked are trying to walk that fine line, too. Uh, we can certainly get into that, but let's take a quick phone call. 508-996-0500. You were on with Jack Spillane. Hello. i got a couple of things I want to say. So, Jack, Jack you definitely, I'll, I'll, you, you might have seen the video of the young lady uh, saying, can I get a screw white men? Now, yeah, I saw it. And then everyone began to chat, uh, chant, and follow along. They didn't chant. Uh, they, they applauded. They, they, they applauded yeah. and, and, and said screw white men, a lot of them. I, I didn't hear that. Yeah, they, that, there was well, a... I did it, I edited that video short because I wasn't trying to... Yeah, uh, somebody sent me the longer one. They didn't chant it. They just they just repeated it in unison, but they didn't They didn't get into well, a big chant out, it. I haven't put out the unedited yet, so nobody has that. I don't really care what it says when you put it out I anyway. It's not going to change my opinion this is, on it. This is not about white men colors. No, I hear you. This, this is anyway, about, this is about right? LGBT... Q post or posted by a candidate for public office and not so, taken yeah, down. You, so you've seen the video then, right? So uh, I, I was just wondering, are you planning on condemning her hateful remarks either I, right now or okay. on, on a column? So, Carlos, I think you sent that to me and I did look at it. Um, you know, I do condemn uh, comments like that, but I don't think that's the issue. And I think you're trying to distract from the real issue. The real issue here is a candidate who was elected to public office that it wasn't widely known that he had posted these anti-LGBTQ memes on, on you know, uh, Facebook. And Now, the second and, thing before I go, and of course you guys can keep talking about that, obviously. Uh, did you, did you hear I anything believe- I just said, Carlos? Because I, I, I did, just said- I, I'm short on time. I'm sorry. I did. I'm listening to you, and I always go back and listen to the to the audio. Um, uh, and you know, I respect you. Uh, Likewise. Uh, um, but the last point I wanted to make is, I think the reason why the media didn't really go into the nitty gritty is the fact that it would have hurt Common Amaral even more because it, it would have been known that she's backed by some people that either practice or believe in communism, you know? And I think that that is one of the basis as to why uh, Sean gathered more votes is because they realize that, and they don't want someone in there that believes in things such as, you know, defund the police. As as we can see, we're having an issue with that as it is. You know, we've already got, we're already down a few uh, uh, police stations, and I know there's an excuse for that. I guess you can ring the doorbell downtown and, and, and you get a video call to the police station or whatever it is. And for some people, that suffices. But in, in the real world, you know, we like to have police uh, uh, in the neighborhoods and not social workers. But that, I, I think uh, those are the, 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 the situation. Those are the facts that, that helped uh, Sean at the end of the day. It's not all these uh, memes and this and that and the other thing. If anything, he gathered... You, you think the communism boogeyman is what helped him win? It's it's a matter of fact. I mean, it's a matter of fact. Follow the trail. I mean, I, I, I guess if you want, I can gather it for you. And, and send it to you if you need. No, I don't. Do I that. don't need you to because I don't. I don't care. I don't. You don't I don't subscribe to that. I get it. 
No, and I don't appreciate you saying that the media didn't want to call her out for some reason, like we're somehow involved in it too. Well, uh, you guys are very pro-Carmen, obviously. When did I, I say that I was? I think, it's, I think it's quite a few media people in this town that are very conservative, too. When, when did I ever say that I was for one candidate or the other? I never endorse any candidate. Because at this point, this is an, an elected official, and uh, at some, the, the guy's already extended his hand. He shook their hand. He, he's asking to, to work with them. You know, he's not going to get on his hands and knees. You, you, you know, get over it. Just like the mayor said. And another thing with the mayor coming out with that statement. And meanwhile, when there's riots in the neighborhoods, he had the police stand down and the neighborhood just... just they, weren't, they weren't riots. They were protests. So I'm trying to characterize them as more than they were. So I guess I'll have to send you some videos so you can educate yourself on that, too. All right. I'm, I'm, done. No, I'm done with you. Okay, I, I, Don't I, talk I, to me about whether or not I'm educated because you run around with your camera and you call yourself a journalist. You are an opinionated, subjective person that does not present things in an accurate light. When you want to have accuracy, when you want to have objectivity, call back and question the way that I analyze I, things. I, I agree, Tim. I, I, I really object to the way that Carlos presented those things on any number of basis. He raised the issue. Of, 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 of communism as if somehow common immoral is, is connected to communism. It's ridiculous. He raised the issue of defund the police. As to my knowledge, common immoral has never said anything about defunding the police. And he raised the issue of riots across the city. There's been no riots across the city. So, you know, he's, he's putting out these flares to try to get people upset and to try to get people off the issue at hand. And the issue at hand is that an official was elected to the city council who was posted transphobic, you know, and homophobic um, uh, memes on Facebook and has not given a full-throated apology to, the, to those things. And so, you know, you can bring up, you know, what about is and what about this, what about that, you know, it, it's just – it's just distraction, and, right. and, and and not only is it distraction, but there's no basis for the things that he's he's saying. Also, you want to compare a, a, a dumb thing that a kid said in the moment versus something that an adult posted and had the opportunity to take down and apologize for, and all that. It's not apples to apples. Yeah, yeah, I, I will I will concede that you know the culture was in this country are really about. People who are white and, and largely blue-collar whites feeling offended that that, that African Americans, black people, uh, have asked for special treatment that they are not getting. And the fact is that African Americans have been the victims of uh, prejudice in this country for 400 years. The fact is that uh, gay people and transgender people have been the the, the victims of prejudice throughout human history. Uh, so. Uh, too much of human history. So, you know, to try to equate them, I, under, I understand, you know, I'm a white man. I feel some of that myself sometimes. But if you really think about it, it's not it's not um, us against them. We're all in this together. And I, I think that these culture war issues are just killing the country. And we, we really have to get beyond it. And I, I love I just I love the fact that because of the society that we live in now, people who don't know what they're talking about can question the journalistic ethics of the people who 
work in the media here, like M in New Bedford, who says, WBSM never interviewed the majority of the students, only the 1%. Talk about one-sided reporting. Can't take this story seriously because WBSM didn't do any kind of fair reporting. You need both sides to bring both sides to air on comment whenever WBSM does. And WBSM never does that. It's really lousy. That's ridiculous. You're a a dope. You don't know how any of this works. Stop sending messages. That's ridiculous. We we interviewed the students that were there. If there were a large group of students that came out and said, we want a counter-protest to... You would have spoken to them as well. We would have spoken to them too. We we interviewed the... I'm I'm, I'm with New Bedford Light, and I was there at at both protests. We interviewed the people that were there. Uh, come on, Jack. Not fair reporting once again. Can't take you seriously ever until then. Don't you want to be a respected journalist? Pretty sure your career speaks for itself, sir. <laughs> I think I'm respected. We're going to take a break. We'll be back in a few moments. If you want to call in, 508-996-0500. We'll be right back. After the big gun. Right with Jack Spillane of New Bedford Light. We have a phone call on the line, 508-996-0500. Uh, let me just read a couple of app chat messages here. Um, Roger in Westport says, I think WBSM does a great job reporting as always. Keep up the good work. Thank you, Roger. And Jeff in New Bedford says, didn't Trump pay for the 2017 tax cuts by cutting back on public safety grants that typically fund police and fire departments? That's a topic for a whole different, uh, just a whole different day, but a good point. 508-996-0500. You're next on WBSM. Yeah, hi, Tim. How's it going? You know, uh, Carlos had some good points. He didn't let him finish. He didn't let him speak. He said he has video. On you know, if you've got property damage and you're protesting and if you're kind of a, a riot, he has proof of that. Why didn't you want to? Because I've seen videos of what happened, and, say, and we reported on what happened when it happened, and it wasn't riots. Well, he's got he's got video that say is different. There's and a difference you, between you somebody causing property damage and there I, being a riot. I, I, I don't understand. Oh, so, so. The, uh, causing harm and property damage is not a riot. It's pe- is this peaceful uh, protest? No, it's somebody who was involved in a peaceful protest who went and caused property damage. A riot would be taking over the streets and breaking into businesses and and causing all kinds of general problems with the, with the public. That's not what these were. Well, it wasn't also a peaceful protest. Well, you know, it if, certainly if, uh, was. I don't if, remember there being it? many arrests as a result of it, or any. Well, because they let him. They let him. I, I was at. I was at both. So, all right, hold on. Let's get some firsthand account from Jack Blaine, who was there, sir. I was at both of these protests. They were both peaceful, and I'm not, not sure about what he's talking about with riots across the city. Both of them were on. I city think po- he was talking about um, not. I think he was talking about the the um, when the, um, you know back with. Um, you know the George Floyd incident back then. He well, was that's, talking that's, about that's, when that's three years ago. Well, I did, well, he, he, he was uh, he was talking. There was no obviously there was no, uh, no there was no riots on. Uh, okay, that's what he was talking. He was talking about back when the well he was talking about when the mayor, um, you know, came out with that statement, um, about about what happened with uh, Sean. You know, he came out. He should. I mean. No, that's not what he was talking about. He was talking about when they showed up outside the mayor's house during the, the, the summer of George Floyd, when they were protesting that, and when they protested the Malcolm Gracia uh, decisions. He's, he's talking okay. about those, those protests, not, okay. not what the mayor yeah. said Friday. I mean, he has, okay, he has, he has video on it, and you should have called him out and said, yeah, let's see it. Let's see the proof. Okay, so I, I mean, I, that's I, all. I mean you, So because you, I don't know it's true, I should, I should allow him to keep saying it, even though I don't know that it's true. Well then, then have him, have him, have him prove it. If he's got the video and everything, 
say, fine, let's see it. Let's because see in all have. of our coverage of that, it was never a riot. In all of the police reports from that, it was never a riot. There was no riot. He's characterizing the protests in a way that he's trying to demonize what happened. Uh, so I, I, want to, I, I, want to, I want to talk a little bit. And I just don't want this gentleman to interrupt me again because it is hard to have a conversation if, if he's going to keep interrupting. We all have an impulse to do that. I do it myself sometimes. So please don't interrupt me. So I was at both protests. We're talking about these LGBTQ protests. We're not talking about the protests after George Floyd three no, years. No, I think, I think that's what Carlos was talking well, about. Well, right. But, but why bring that in? To now because that's not the issue at hand. The issue at hand is these LGBTQ protests. You can't conflate that with what happened three years ago. Three years ago, I was working for the Standard Times. There was one night where there was some tension and the New Bedford police did have to crack down in the middle of the night. Um, uh, there was some indication there might have been some outside forces from the city and there was some property damage done. Uh, I don't think you could classify that as a riot in any way because it was very contained and it, it was was put down very quickly. And none of us would like to see that happen in New Bedford. I think uh, this is actually a, a pretty pro-strong police force mayor. He may have made a statement um, against the um, uh, LGBTQ members, but that doesn't mean that John Mitchell is not a big pro-police guy. I think he is. Uh, so, you know, um, I don't think you can conflate those two those two things. So what I was objecting to was... That he brought up the riots. I didn't know. He, I thought he was talking about riots this week. I didn't realize he was talking about something related to a completely unrelated event three years ago. And he brought up the defunding of the police as if as if Carmen Amaral had taken a position, and she hasn't, to my knowledge. Uh, and he brought up uh, that she was supported by communists. Maybe some of those people who are supporting them have histories. I'm not interested in doing any red baiting relative to that. And I think that. You know, Carlos, you're you know, a respected guy. I don't think bringing up communism, given the history of red baiting in this country, is a good thing. Like, you know, I just think that's not something that I want to be part of. All right, caller, your response before I have to move on to some other calls? Well, he probably meant basically socialists. Uh, not the same thing. No, it's not the same thing, and it's, it is the attack no, that people not. use on, on the Coalition for Social Justice, is that they you know, have communist relations. Yeah, and, and, and there is some documentation that maybe there is some, something to that, but I'm not interested in dwelling or talking about, uh, uh, on that. I think that's, that's red-baiting. It is legal to be a communist in this country, whatever you think of their philosophy. I don't like it myself, but, but it is legal to be that. That's, this is a free country. This is America. Right, but, you know, it's a free country, but the socialists slash communists are, you know, destroying yeah, the, you, you this country, it. and I don't think... Well, that's I, I, you your know, opinion. That's, you know, well, that's, it's, that's why, that is my opinion. That is correct. Yeah, and I don't think but, you can, set, you can conflate, why, you can't conflate socialism and communists. They're not the same thing. I, I agree. I agree. They're not the same thing. But socialist is borderline more... So the crime, you know, slash, it's, it's borderline than it is than the middle of the road Democrat. Well, it might be a philosophy that you don't like, and, if, you, and that's that's a fair argument. You know, they think that they things pro and con to say about socialists, but it, they're socialists. Well, well, you know what, Jack, Jack, you do a good job in reporting. I listen to you guys. You guys are, are good, um, but 
you know, uh, Carlos was uh, saying his piece. He didn't like what he said. You had to shut him off. I didn't think that was fair. If he had something to prove on the videos, I'd say call him out on it. Let's see it. Yeah. Uh, again, I, I think I think that the reason that Tim uh, put an end to it, and I, I probably would have put an end to it earlier, was because he was bringing up unfounded things, and you know, you, you just can't bring up unfounded things. Well, uh, if he has proof. Maybe it's not. I, I don't know. I would have liked to see it. I would like to. Well, you can anyway, follow New Bedford Live on Facebook. I'm sure he'll put it up there. Uh, yeah, I know. All right. All right. Have a good day. I got some other calls here we want to get to. 508-996-0500. I believe this one was next. Good morning. You're on with Jack Spillane. Hey, what's up? What's going on? Peaceful protests are now what instigating a riot used to be. Hey, hey, some questions, right? Is it light as in not heavy? Or light as in not dark? What am I turning on? Uh, well, it's New Bedford light because it is the light in the community that shines the light on things that aren't getting reported. You didn't answer the question. Is it light as in not heavy or light as in I not dark? I think I did answer the question. What did I just say? It shines the light no, on things. you didn't answer the question. You gave some mumbo jump. Yeah. I don't know why that caller keeps calling in. I'm going to hang up on him every time because he's a jerk. Yeah, I don't know what his point was. I think he was trying to make a play on the fact that the word light can mean two different things, but it's clearly what we mean when we say yeah. Bedford Light. Anyway, 508-996-0500. You're next on WBSM with Jack Spillane. Yeah, good morning, Tim, and good morning, Jack. Hi there. You know, what I need uh, answered is, now, the uh, the sixth demand that they, uh, they had at the protest at the high school last Friday was to remove SROs from our schools, uh, school resource officers. According to uh, Melissa Costa, she was on Saturday on Brian's Beat with Brian Thomas, and she's saying that those LGBTQ uh, children, or students rather, uh, don't feel safe because uh, the New Bedford uh, Police Union backed uh, or endorsed... Uh, Sean Oliver, and uh, I want to know how many school committee members feel that we should have no SROs. Uh, is Superintendent Thomas Anderson also feel that SROs need to be removed from our schools? No, and the mayor, he, he kept the program in place. Yeah, I, I would disagree with um, uh, the students on this. I, I, I think the SROs um, are there for community relations. They're not. Their primary job is not to protect, but they are there. And you would think that if there was um, harassment of uh, LGBTQ kids, that that would be one of the things that would that they would um, want to help with. I, I, I do understand that with um, the police union endorsing someone who has made these LGBTQ comments, how the kids could be concerned about that. I, I, I don't, you know, I think this SRO issue is related to... Um, the feeling that that people in minority communities, not all people, but some people in black and Latino communities in the city feel targeted and profiled by police. I'm not sure. Well, all police, uh, if I may, Jack, uh, police officers uh, represent all of our, uh, our community here in the city. And they're all nationalities of all different colors. And they're doing a, a great job. They're peace officers. Could you imagine if some if there a fight broke out and then there were no SROs that the, the teachers themselves would have to get in the middle of of a fight or maybe getting injured uh, it's a bad it's a bad idea 
It's a bad message to send, especially in an era where there's been a lot of school shootings and a lot of violence against innocent students. So number six on their demands uh, is wrong. And I want to know if the mayor's on board with uh, getting rid of SROs. And uh, I would just hope that you cover this. And we want clarity as far as the school committee members and the mayor, if he's if, they, if he's pro or against SROs. Yeah, I think, and thank I think you that, for taking my call. Sure. I, I, I think the mayor has long been in favor of the SROs. Uh, right. That's, in, a, that's, that's uh, coming from a point uh, of you haven't listened to any of this conversation yeah. till it came up now because yeah. it's been something that's been discussed for years. Yeah. So I, I, I don't... Um, you know, I think that this is uh, an issue, as I said, that relates to the feeling by some minority people in the city, and there's a strong feeling that they've been profiled by some offices, including some minority offices. And I think that, you know, good police officers are worth their weight in gold. We, we all respect and, and, and want our cities policed. But there has been a lot of publicity about poor police officers. And like any other group that does a bad job, they're going to be called out and and so there's been some lack of confidence, mainly because of the videos that have come forward at traffic scenes where there's just been a lot of evidence of police behaving badly. We did have one high-profile case in New Bedford with Malcolm Gracia about 10 years ago, and that has not been resolved to the satisfaction of many in the minority community in the city. So it, it is an issue in New Bedford. And when I talked about on Friday the list of demands, I said, you know, I wish that the students had kept that out and made that a separate issue for a different discussion at a different time because I knew people were going to zero in on that and be like, well, this is all just their, you know, their agenda here. And, well, so, and it, there's, it, there's no doubt that there may be politics um, with some of the students, some of the families that some of the students come come from and that, that they ha- there are people connected to this that have political agendas. Political agendas are, are legal. You know, you, you, know, you just argue the, the merits. The students argue, gave the reasons why they feel unsafe with the SRO offices and I think they should be paid. If, if, if you if you're a transgender student and you see these transgender transphobic remarks, you might feel that that officer is not going to protect you if he's backed by uh, a city councilor, you know, who has expressed these things. Which is why I think Sean is a good man. I think he needs to say they were wrong. I needed to be educated. I am educated, and th- these were not funny. They 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 were um, transphobic, and I understand why certain members of the community and their families and friends are upset about them. And saying that to the individual students isn't isn't enough. It's going to no. Be- the, the students at that at that meeting at City Hall, I was there. To a, to a person said that they were not satisfied that they they did not get an apology. Ellie Ellie um, Eleonora Bianchi, uh, one of our um, videographers at the New Bedford Light, did a terrific video. I I urge you self promoting to go to the New Bedford Light and see it, where the four or five different students said that they were not satisfied with the apology. You know that it was um, it was more like one of those apologies. If you were offended, I didn't mean to offend. He did admit that they were insensitive, but I think what they are looking for is that they were wrong that they that they were denigrating to transgender people all right we got to take a break callers hang on we will get to you we'll be back in a few moments 1420 wb you're turning on the light with jack spillane you know which means turning on the light which means shining a light on the things that aren't normally talked about or shining a light on things from a different perspective that's why it's shining the light and also because it's branding he works for new bedford light all right let's go back to the phones you are next with jack spillane hello yes uh, tell me if any of these uh, LGBTQ or whatever the heck it is, been harmed in any way in the school? I don't know. But I they, they obviously feel unsafe because that's what they're telling us. 
Okay, so nothing's happened, right? That's you can't say that. You don't know that. LGBTQ kids have traditionally been bullied and um, uh, harassed in in public schools. So so haven't other children been bullied as well? And wouldn't their parents speak up for them? And wouldn't they want to speak up for themselves? And wouldn't we want to make sure that that stops happening? And they have. Uh, LGBTQ kids have the highest rate of suicide of any group of teenagers in the country. They, they, okay, they, 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 I, I don't want to get into that. that that's not oh, you don't fact. like the facts, huh? But, well, look, look, listen to me for one minute. Does a communist or a socialist have the right to uh, spell out their opinion in this country? Yeah. And not be arrested? Is yeah. it illegal? No. Okay. So this counselor, why does he have to apologize for everything? And Mr. Weisberg, you've done it again. You've called somebody an idiot, and you've done this several times before, and why aren't they entitled to their opinion? Well, they are, but if they, if I think that their opinion makes them an idiot, I'm going to point that out. So you can just call somebody an idiot, but if somebody else calls the station and says, hey, how about if I call you and say, hey, I think you're an idiot. Are you going to cut me off or are you going to listen to me? No, nah, I think I'm going to cut you off today. It is Tim's show. I got more calls. I don't really <laughs> want to deal with people that are going to make this about me versus them. Yeah, and ultimately, I, again, I don't have to take anybody's phone call. There's no requirement that says I have to put you on the air. Good morning. You're next on WBSM. Wow. Good, after- good morning, gentlemen. Good morning, Kelly. What's up? Well, what's up? I heard Jack say something about, you know, covering stories and everything. I have a story for you guys. Is it on topic, Gilly? Because we're, we're getting a lot it's of phone calls about this. I mean, it's on topic. I mean, how come no stories are made about the people in trip towers? I've been complaining about that. that. That's I mean, not the topic today. We'll, we'll save that for a different time, Gilly. I got people that want to call in on what we're discussing. Well, <laughs> thank you. All right. And no, no, no offense, Gilly. We've let you talk about it numerous times on the air. But uh, right now we got calls that want to address this topic. Good morning. You're next on WBSM. Hi. Good morning. It's Catherine. Hello, Catherine. <laughs> I got about two minutes before a break, just so you know. Yep. Okay. Um, Jack, I must disagree with you or at least question. Think, uh, I, I cannot. I have not met Sean Oliver. But I have looked at those Facebook memes. I, I have a hard time thinking of him as a good man. Um, well, student, and I also wanted to say, because I've he condemned, finds that I've, humorous, I've, he finds that worthy of being put on Facebook. If he has opinions about those topics, then let him show some intelligence by perhaps writing about them. But the the cartoons are offensive. Um, and why he keeps them on, I don't know. But anyway, I, I just... Well, but, but let before me just finish, because I know my Catherine, time's really no, short. No, 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 no. I'm not going to let you put that out, Catherine, without a response. So you can go on afterwards. But number one, I've unequivocally condemned the uh, memes that, oh, that, 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 that Sean Oliver has put on. I just said that I think all of us are bigger than the worst thing we ever did. And as I experienced him, and I spent a considerable amount of time with him, he seems like a good man to me. I don't think he's owned up to the mistake he's made, but I think it's possible for people to be bigger than the bad things they do occasionally. Oh, yes, absolutely. And I know I heard the rest of what you said. I think if I've said this before, I think if he had put that on Facebook when he was in his teens, then 
I would better understand it than some man who's a grown man um, and uh, has, has gotten over juvenile depictions. Um, and I just want to move and talk about the student demonstrators because I know I'm out of time, but I didn't mean to misspeak uh, about you, what you said, Jack, but I, I, I just can't find him to be a good man. Um, student demonstrators, I, I didn't go to the demonstration. I did go to City Hall between 5 and 6 and talked with some students. I just wanted to. And what I told them, and not the ones who might have mis, you know, said things that shouldn't have been said uh, that some other caller talked about, but generally, the student demonstrators showed more maturity, more courage, and more compassion than a lot of us have ever shown, including um, Oliver. Uh, it's, you know, if he still cannot understand why uh, the students want an apology from him, I don't understand what it would take. Um, what bothers me, though, is I'm not sure that an apology suggests that he has a change in way of his thinking um, about uh, these topics. And that concerns me as, as someone who is working for the public. Sure. No, um, fair point. Okay, thank you. All right. Have a good day. And uh, we do have to take our final break of the hour. Uh, we'll be back in just a few moments. Hi. All right. We are back with Jack's. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Speaking of which, uh, we got about a minute here. Anything coming up this week that you want to let us know about? So I'm I, I'm working on this um, uh, LGBTQ protest and the um, uh, the uh, requests that the um, students have made for elected officials to unequivocally condemn this. Um, there really hasn't been a whole lot. Uh, there's been a lot of silence from most of the elected officials in the city. I think maybe we'll get something as a group. Uh, before too long, but we'll see. All right, and I just want to remind everybody that if you need to have windows or doors replaced, you want to reach out to Precision Window and Kitchen in New Bedford. They can handle the biggest jobs and the smallest jobs, like fixing just one pane of glass or a rip screen or any of that. They've been family-owned and operated for over 35 years, so they are who you want to call. Precision Window and Kitchen is the South Coast's clear choice for windows, doors, kitchen and bathroom models, repairs, and more. Stop by and see them at 1111 Cushion Avenue in New Bedford. Give them a call, 508 or visit them online at precisionwindowandkitchen.com. That'll do it for me. Stay tuned for Barry. Enjoy every sandwich. WBSM and W258. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.